Welcome to the WHC Viewpoint Podcast, where we share news and views from a Jewish perspective. I am Fiona Maynard, and sitting with me today is Elaine Bermitz, a freelance journalist. Many of you will be familiar with her work, but Elaine, for those who are not, please explain for which publications you mostly write. I started off writing for some fine art publications, but through my husband's instructions, I decided to submit articles to J-Life, who immediately offered me the opportunity to do four articles bi-monthly. And so I've been in for them for the past 11 years. Gosh, 11 years. Um, and, and do you know the circulation of J-Life? I don't because it doesn't have any measurements because it's a free circulation um, and it's very hard to monitor the reach online but it's billed as a Northwest Jewish magazine so as there are 20,000 th- readers around about in Manchester and maybe 10 in Leeds I would say that's the reach of the magazine. I must say I do get the magazine and I do read it and it covers all age groups. I believe what tempted you to start writing and submitting articles were your thoughts on what it is to be Jewish especially in the context of the Jewish New Year. So it was literally one Rosh Hashanah uh, when I was thinking about my next stage in life and I'd decided that I wanted to figure out what made Manchester Jews stand out from the rest of the general population and thinking about it it was a very fortuitous time of year because one thing we do have in large quantities I think is consideration for others in the community, people who maybe need more help, people who have talents which are hidden and sometimes quite surprising. So I felt that it was a good time to make a resolution to only write the good in the Manchester community. And it's 11 years on, I'm still going strong, so we can't be too bad. Um, Tell us about some of the most interesting people uh, you have interviewed. Well, when you start to do something like this, you often think, well, nobody's going to want to speak to me. And you get the most tremendous surprises. John Sopel, which was a marvellous opportunity and very fortuitous because he was right in the middle of the Trump controversy part one where he found out that he was actually going to be president of the United States. I don't think he believed he would ever do it and subsequent incidents have proved that he couldn't. One of the people just recently actually I, I came across was Michael Rosen, the children's author, He's a genuine philologist 
uh, a lover of words, a natural communicator, and somebody who is willing to share and listen to people's views and, uh, forever. So I was very privileged to listen to him. Another person, uh, Janet Sussman, the great South African actress, who, before Maureen Lipman actually took the role, did Rose at home. And she, at 80, 83 years of age, did two hours with no break of telling the story, which was really the story of the Jewish journey during the 20th century. It finished, it was written in 1999, and so strangely, it encompassed the whole of the century. It was a tour de force. My interview had to be, um, I couldn't include everything, but it was fascinating. Then there are people who had hobbies that I had never heard of. Uh, one dental um, technician who had gone out to Africa photographing wildlife before there was even um, planes out to Africa, a member of the community. And he showed me pictures of all his um, encounters with, with wildlife and with uh, the Maasai tribes before they were even known. One of my heroes, um, Jimmy McGovern, who was a, a fundraiser for the Nikki Alliance Centre, talking about how he came to write, how he didn't speak till he was seven. His masterpiece, Cracker, has uh, took off and that gave him a high uh, profile. But there were many, many other things that he had written um, that really were worth watching. You also write about people in the community who are doing the most amazing things. Can you tell us a little bit about them, please? I feel that it's very important to mention the, the people who contribute to the community in such a, a, a rich and important way. Esty Brooke, who spends every minute of her day with the um, Friendship Circle. Uh, Care Concern, who deal with counselling for those who are in need of just simply talking. That organisation has been going for 40 years, long before the idea of um, therapy or the talking therapies that now go on. A wonderful, wonderful concert in memory of Philip Rose, who gave to Heathland's Shul maybe the biggest contribution, the heart of prayer and music at its, at its heart. He was, for many years, the chazan there. Again, people at the Fed who spend hours of their time on things which have become part of the fabric of the community. Juliet Pierce, who started My Voice. The MDA, who have a very, very strong fundraising committee. And those young ladies who go into schools to give, um, to offer counselling to the younger children. All of those people really are just simply regarded as their job. But the effect that they are having is tremendous. To conclude, 
What has been the most unusual, funny or thought-provoking moment in your freelance career? <laughs> I'm afraid that has to be uh, interviewing John Sopel. He got the wrong time for the broadcast. It was actually not for J-Life, it was for Limud. I had a, a thousand people online and no John Sopel. So we had to quickly regroup um, try and persuade as many as possible to uh, to wait for an hour when he then gave as long as we wanted because he felt so bad. He'd got his um, he'd got his uh, international timings mixed up, and he talked it at length about his time as the American correspondent. He was funny, articulate, hilarious about his um, his relationship with the necessary techniques that one has to use to report from all over the world. That was wonderful. Thank you, Elaine, for sharing such an interesting insight into the work that you do. If anyone has any comments to make about the WHC Viewpoint podcast, you can write to edc at the whc.co.uk